Game Static, episode 71. Hopefully you're having an, an amazing day. Whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky Theory. Give us a like and subscribe to the channel. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, joining with me, as always, I have Zach here in the studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling this wonderful Saturday? I'm doing good. Can't complain. Not yet. We're going good. So far. Yeah. Until we lose power mid-cast. Well, that'll <laughs> be an issue, but... You'll get like half an episode. Yeah, yeah. the The show for today was actually in jeopardy because of that. Because I I lost power. It was out for a few hours, and I was projected to come back on pretty late in the day. So the show was kind of in question. So if we lose power midcast, it would not shock me because this neighborhood is cursed when it comes to power. Uh, we also have John here, but over Discord today. John, how you doing? How you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah. When uh when you messaged me about the power coming out, I was like, huh. Hey, We'll see. And then I was not leaving my house. I know. <laughs> That's why when it came back on, I hit him up and was like, you just want to do Discord, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure when you read that message where you're just like, where I said, said powers out, I'm sure you're just like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you did live here for like three years or so. So you're, you, you know my struggles. Yeah, I was kind of like, well, sucks for you. I got power. <laughs> this This person on the corner over here, like they they made such a great investment however many years ago they hot they had it where they bought a big ass generator and it's because they fucking knew they knew because they've had it since i've lived here so they knew man you know they're just like yeah we need to go ahead and buy this because this neighborhood loses power so much it's unbelievable i mean it's just this street too you're usually good for the most part it's you know because zach lives like right up the road from me but like my single street just loses power fucking consistently and it's annoying I hate it. Why do you have all this shitty road construction over the last month? Oh, I know. It sucks. And that's also why I can never feel comfortable utilizing the quick startup of a PS5 because I lose power too much. I I can't put it in rest because if I lose power, it's going to yell at me and it's going to tell me my my hard drive's corrupted and you need (laughs) to repair it. And like every time like I'm out and about like and I forgot to actually shut it down properly and it's just in rest and I get a message where it's just like, oh, your power's out. I'm like, fuck, my PS5 is going to yell at me later. (laughs) God damn it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, if you could, go follow us on Twitter at GameStaticPod. We'd appreciate that. As well as go check out the other shows like Anime and Plus, uh, a terrible football show, and talk about movies and stuff, which will definitely have a new episode coming out sometime soon. Uh, and lastly, if you want to support us for the Patreon, is a great way to do so. But don't follow up. Just be a friend and tell a friend. Uh, boys, uh, anything that we uh, really want to chat about before we jump into everything? I've got one new game I've been playing recently. It's not you know new, new, but it's new to me. You know, in all my retro shopping, one of the things I found... Yeah, we got to talk about that. One of the things that I thought was funny... I finally saw a Series X out in the wild. Whoa, you saw a Series X in the wild? Yeah, it was a used Series X that had been uh, sold to the shop I was at. Ooh. And it's unfortunate wow. It's unfortunate because they go based off of current sale prices based on market and whatnot. So for a used one, it was still like $750. Mm. Yeah. This is, this is at a game exchange. Yeah. Seven fifty at a game. Oh, man. I'm, I'm more surprised that you actually saw one in the wild. The only thing I've seen out of all the new consoles is a PS is a is Xbox Series S in the wild. Mm-hmm. That's the I only thing I've seen. seen. I still haven't seen any of them. That's still it's still completely foreign to you. <laughs> <laughs> only only one I've ever seen is uh, your PS Five. Well, he's got a Series X in there too now, don't you? Yep, I've been playing that a lot this week. Um, pretty much just playing Skyrim for the most part. That's. Yeah, I've noticed that you you rush out. See you buy one, a new buy console play to play a fucking, fucking remake of, from twelve. Listen here, okay, Love I was it. 
listen, listen. You're I, right, it was 11. I was talking to uh, Josh about this at right after I bought it, and I told him just how much I fucking hate myself for buying the console because I openly admitted to him, I was like, I'm so mad at myself for buying this because I'm literally buying this $500 brand new Xbox to, to play nothing but older games. And I'm really mad at myself about that. Because like the only games that I had the itch to play was Skyrim on, you know, in via whether it was PC or Xbox, I didn't care because they're, they're more open and friendly to mods. Unlike Sony, Sony is very hard strict on the mods. They'll allow on Bethesda.net for you to download, uh, conquer live and reloaded because it's through backwards compatibility. And then Sonic unleashed because it can run at a steady 60 frames per second. So like, I'm so mad at my, that I bought this console just to play old games, but that's the life that I live. I mean, whenever you actually bought it, you texted me saying, I shouldn't have bought this. That's true. <laughs> He's like, it tried to stall me three times, yep. but I kept going. Yep. Something's got to happen. Yeah, no, it did. It did. So first, uh, Best Buy declined. Uh, my card got declined because then I got a message from Capital One where it's just like, was this you? Was this fraud or not? I'm like, no, it's me. You know, let's run it through. And then it took me three different times to send the yes message to Capital One saying, yes, this is me. Three different times. And my phone has worked perfectly service-wise for like weeks. And all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, message can't be delivered. Message can't be. I'm like, this is a fucking sign, but I'm keep going. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I just wanted to get it out of the way because, I mean, I will have uses for this console later on. Eventually. Yeah, as more stuff kind of comes out that I may not want to play on PC. And I may just want to like sit back in a recliner, you know. I mean, I'm just, you know. I mean, you can re-download Halo Infinite and play on it. I do have Halo Infinite downloaded because I wanted to I wanted to see how it'd run on the on the Xbox series. So I do have that downloaded. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which just came out for the Game Pass, but fucking headache to download on PC. Fucking nightmare. Um, I think it may have killed John's interest in the game. Again. I, I still haven't finished downloading it. <laughs> That's fucking it annoying. Was, it was annoying. Yeah. Very, very annoying. Um so I with with my Skyrim adventures, uh, I there is one mod that I've had my eyes on for years, but I've never gotten around to playing because there's always so much in Skyrim that I never finish all of the fucking content because it's just like all right, I'm bored now, going to another game. Uh, the mod is the Forgotten City, an award-winning mod, mind you. I, it's one of the you know, the high, most notable mods for Skyrim. Uh, so I play, I've been playing through that uh, yesterday. I just r- randomly decided, hey, let's jump into it. Let's see how it is. Ton of fun, or it's like a time traveling mystery. And just to note for everyone, this is the actual game version, not actually modded onto Skyrim. The mod actually made its standalone game that he's messing playing. Well, what I'm referring to now is the mod. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was playing through the mod. I, I did find a way to complete the mod, okay. uh, the the actual DLC, because there's like three or four different ways that you can that you can beat it. So I found one way to beat it, but whenever I did, like the guy that. You know, you originally, when you come in, you find uh, the guy that you're going in to try to rescue. He committed suicide. He's hanging from a tree. So once I beat it, he comes out, whatever, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, there's, you know, apparently everyone made it out once upon a time, but too bad the city couldn't be saved. So I'm just like, okay, well, there's still a lot of content that I did not check out because I know there's like an entire underground area that I I haven't even got to check out yet. So I just reload the save, and I'm I'm just still trying to figure out more of the mystery stuff. And I, I was looking up one thing online. 
And uh, my genius level IQ that I very clearly have did not put two and two together last year when the Forgotten City came out, the game, that these two were made by the same fucking creators. Because I have just such a high level IQ that, you know, clearly. Um, so when I found that out, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. I'll pick that up and play it next. And I saw it was on Game Pass. I'm like, fuck, I'll play it right now. <laughs> Why not? Let's jump into it. No, it is a ton of fun. I played about an hour last night, and I've uh, played literally about 15 hours today that's all i've done today is set down i play it nonstop. so like it, you, the game starts off where you get like washed up on shore you know so, uh someone finds you she's not really wanting to give away her name but as you when you find when you kind of like pester her into giving it her name is karen uh which is just her lying what her true name is which you find out her true name later uh and she's just like oh yeah my friend went in there it's been a f- like it's been like a few hours or whatever it is i'm i'm really worried about him so you go in to try to find him which a lot of the, a lot of the story mirrors the actual mod as well okay uh, it's the same concept. When you start the for, uh, the Forgotten City mod, you get a letter from someone. It's like, oh, I've heard of all your great exploits across Skyrim. I really need your help. And it's like her brother went in there, and he's been in there for so long, and she's worried about him. So it's the same concept. So you go in there. You find, like, the little temple, which has the trap door, uh, which is a super long tunnel that drops you down to the underground city, which is the Forgotten City. Um, you know, as you're kind of traveling through it and stuff, you, um, you know, you see like all like the bodies of people all turned to like gold statues, which for the original mod, you find just a bu- bunch of burnt court corpses everywhere. So as you're kind of going through, you actually find the guy that you're going to look for. He's turned to gold and he's hanging from a tree. He killed himself just like in the, in the original. Okay. And he leaves like, uh, he leaves a note on a, on a stone tablet saying, he's just like, I tried. I really did. I tried to find every way out. There's just no way out. You know, the only thing is either, you know, just death or that damn portal. You know, and just, he's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, but I, I did everything I could to try to fix this and nothing worked. So then it's just like the portal. It's like, all right, let's go over to the portal, I guess. The random portal that just spawned over there. Let's go walk through that. That seems completely normal. Uh, So when you go through the portal, then you get sent 2,000 years back in the past to when the city was still alive and functioning, and there's people. uh, Before Goldmember hit it up? Well, before this current Goldmember hit it up, because there's still gold statues all over the city. Uh, Yeah, because the, the main thing that, like, the tragedy that happens, it's happened before. So, you know, you get there, and basically your role is to just unravel the mystery of what happened to this city. Uh, which, you know, goes to meeting everyone, learning different things, collecting different items. And when you collect different items, you need to sometimes purposely fuck up to activate the tragedy and then go back in time again. Uh, Because, you know, once you go back in time, whatever you took, whatever you collected, it comes back with you. Uh, So, like, the tragedy is, like, you know, you have all, like, these golden statues and stuff, and everyone lives by the golden law, where it's like you can't steal, you can't kill, you can't do any sort of crime. If, you know, the, the common motto is the sins of one will cause suffering for all. So everyone is, you know afraid of this of, of this golden law you know, and no one knows if it's actually real or not even though there's all these gold statues everywhere they're just like ah, i mean yeah these are a bunch of gold statues all over the place where it's just like an unbelievable ridiculous amount of gold but yeah surely this isn't real but they still live by the law anyway just in case it is real because they don't fucking know i just love that law because it's literally everything a rpg player's first thing he's gonna do he's gonna break into a house take all your shit yep and then possibly kill you and leave yep 
And I don't know, it's, it's just a, it's super fascinating, man. I really enjoyed how much I've played of the mod so far. I'm still, like I said, working on beating it. Uh, but this get that actual standalone game, which also I want to give mad shout out to the the company. Uh, I think it's I think they're called Modern Storyteller, and then it's also like Dear Villagers. I think is like the two that work on it. this. Ho- the whole game of for- the Forgotten Cities was made by a team of three. So big shout out to that. That's pretty cool. Um, but uh, it's just a super fascinating game, man, because it's like as you're going around, it's also like really creepy because like as you like pass by certain statues, they're like whispering to you like, you know, like or it's just like help me or I can guide you or whatever. And like the statues can kind of point you in the right direction if needed about what to do. So like there's a one instance, for example, which once you do this, it's going to very obviously initiate the tragedy where you're trying to talk to a guy because he's got a bottle of medicine, but he's just like, oh, I'll sell it to you for like 5,000 gold. It's just like, well, obviously I don't fucking have that. Someone's dying. They need this medicine. I need to talk to that person that's dying to try to figure out another mystery. So like you're looking at the statue and you can hear the whispers of the gold that like take it and run. Take it and run. So you take it. Tragedy starts. The gold statues come to life, start shooting everyone with golden arrows, and you're just running back to the portal uh, to basically reset it, come back to you know to the point before then, and everything's normal. So it's it's super fascinating that way because like so far, I think I've gone through the portal like ten times because like out of all those ten, there's only like two of the times where I've accidentally fucked myself in a corner where it's just like ah, oh, I've got this one particular person I really need to talk to pissed off at me and they will not talk to me now. So I was like. I'll go steal your money real quick, pocket that for me, and I'll go back in time. No big deal, because that goes with you as well. And uh, like, right, and it's also kind of interesting how you can go about the each loop, because like when you come in, there is uh, one particular guy who always greets you, mm-hmm. and when you greet him, you can either tell him, "I'm Alex, I'm busy, bye," and he'll leave you alone, or you can be like, "I'm Alex, I'm a time traveler, bye." You know, you can be open about that, but like once you get to a certain point, as you, uh, you as you get different items for different characters to help save them in some capacity, once you come in, you're just like, "My name is Alex, can't talk, I, I have things that need to be done right now, but can you go do them?" And he'll actually do them for you. Uh, so, you know, so you don't have to go run around the map and do everything a hundred fucking times. So it's just like, you know, hey, this guy's going to go jump off that building and fucking kill himself. Here's the gold to get him out of his debt. Hey, this person's dying. Here's a potion. Go save her. Hey, this guy is harassing this person. Go show him the blackmail. You know, just all that stuff. So he'll go do it all for you. But then there's also times where you need to personally do it as well. Because, like, let's say the guy that uh, is doing the blackmail, for example, it's a two-part. Where, one, he's... um he's harassing someone in 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 the in the village like threatening him and stuff because the person he's harassing is gay and the guy that you're going to talk to is like a hard devote christian he's just like oh that's against that's that's a sin um he also has like some uh, other disease that just like really fucks with his joints and, and you know f- fucks with his mind and everything so once you like heal him and kind of like you know bring him down a little bit where he's not much of a dick he'll owe you a favor and that's only if you do it and you can use that favor to help sway his opinion in an election that's going on as well for the leader of the of the village. So, like you know, each time loop, you need to do everything kind of differently. So it's it's a very fascinating so game. All you've explained to me is Rome Noir. In a way, with time travel. <laughs> Rome Noir with time travel. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of fun. If you have Game Pass, I definitely recommend downloading it. John, you should try it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can get hooked into it pretty quick. Like I said, I played uh, literally fifth, like 15 hours today. That is all I've done since I've been up. So it's been a lot of fun. What have you boys been up to? You know, as I've been doing, collecting retro games. Yeah, we need to talk about this. I've collected, I've reconnected my PlayStation 2 and GameCube. 
And I played a Monster Ranger game for the first time in forever. Okay. That's a thing. Also, shout out to Zach for t- testing my random PS2 I didn't know I had. Making sure it works. Yeah, no, it's good. I'll bring it back tomorrow. Okay, cool. All right, I got to ask, what did you put the down payment on? Uh, the Misadventures of Tronbon. What the fuck is that? It's a Capcom game. It was actually... Uh, <laughs> Even John's just like, what? <laughs> it is actually part of the Mega Man universe. It's actually another series made in the Mega Man universe. How much was it? For you to put a down payment on it. He's got to think about it. 560. Oh, my God, bro. What? What? Don't say what like that's a normal purchase. (laughs) For me, it is. There's Uh, a reason why I say I have a bank and a gold vault. (laughs) I hate you so much. Also, to tie into that, I want everyone to know, when I hit him up earlier and I was bitching about the power... And I was bitching about the neighbor across the street being a lot smarter than everyone else and having a generator. <laughs> Zach's just like, you want me to swing by Lowe's and just buy a generator? I'm like, bro, just fuck off. He's just like, well, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm like, I hate you so much. Yeah, he screenshotted that and sent it to me as well. I did, yeah. <laughs> well, that's not what I actually meant by that comment. What I meant was like, what I meant was you can go get a generator, but you took it as me going and getting it. <laughs> I did. I, the way the way that I read it is that you know you were going to get it. Oh God, I hate you. And also that five hundred and sixty for that. I don't know. That's that's a high price point. Is it? Is it like some collector's edition? Is it super rare? What? Oh, rare. Oh, okay. For that fucking price, goddamn. You have an addiction. I'll just say. I'll continue to hammer this. You have an addiction. I am an addict of G Fuel. Okay. So I know I can spot another addict when I see one. You're an addict. Yeah, see the problem is though Zach's addiction is cool. <laughs> wow, come <Yes>. on, man. <laughs> G Fuel is great. Not, no. John's not condoning it, saying that it's good. He's just saying I'm not saying it's a good thing he's doing. <laughs> I'm just saying it's better than what you're doing. John, you can't say that. He may have just spent Five hundred and sixty dollars on a on an old retro game. You have two thousand dollars worth of G Fuel sitting on a shelf. I drink it. Yes, but if I ever truly get in a tight spot, in like a couple years, I can probably really sell that sucker for like two hundred more dollars if I ever desperately need to. Yeah, and I could just keep drinking my G Fuel and be a broke ass bitch. There is no broke ass bitch in this household. Thank you. <laughs> Glad you didn't say in this call. <laughs> I was trying to spare you, man. <laughs> man, I, I don't I don't think anyone can call me a broke ass bitch when you walk into my office. <laughs> got an Xbox Series X there, got a Switch, got a PS5, got four monitors, I mean, got you like can, this. Cause you walk in that room and go, damn, how much is your loan? <laughs> no loans, no loans, no loans. We got it, we got it. All right, let's actually jump into the show, unless uh, you guys got anything else. I mean, no, I'm good. All right. Uh, let's start off with rumors. What do we got going on over there? Uh, well, it looks like Half-Life Alex might be coming to PSVR 2. And on that same note, it looks like PSVR 2 could start shipping in 2022. 
I'm actually very curious about this because I mean, Quest the Quest Two, which came out just recently, has been doing very well for mm. VR stuff. So I'm, I feel like we may be finally getting into that <laughs> VR as a very reliable thing. Yeah. I also want to add that I made uh, a slight fuck up, and I, was, I meant to include spring 2022, which is also the more shocking aspect of that, is that the PSVR 2 could ship in spring, potentially. We'll see. Uh, but no, I feel like if Half-Life Alex came to it, that'd be a that'd be a good game to launch on Almost with it. Because, I mean, that game was uh, one that's, a, you know, as held as this phenomenal game that a lot of people didn't get to play because it's on VR only. Yep. So, I don't know. And we will kind of break down the stuff with uh, the PSVR 2 in a little bit, which did get its official announcement. So, I mean, it's 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 gonna it's an interesting concept, you know, with how, where we're going with VR and, like you said, becoming more accessible, which has kind of been the big thing. And then uh, we got Last of Us Remake nearly finished, as well as the Last of Us Factions multiplayer is releasing at the end of 2022. Still mad they're remaking this game. I forgot that multiplayer was a thing. Yeah, that too. I, cause I, we heard rumors that it might, could have been canceled. Yeah. But apparently it's not canceled. And apparently it's nearly finished. Um, I forgot which insider put this out there. It was either Jeff Grubb or Tom Henderson, one of the two. So one of the reliable ones yeah. that we like to follow. But I'm, I'm still upset that they're remaking that game. But whatever. I mean, it's going to line up because they're trying to line it up with the show, I guess. You know, show's supposed what? to come out this year. Yeah, there's a what? show. Why are you mad that they're remaking the game? Maybe some people didn't play the game before. I mean, it's getting on the level of GTA and Skyrim. <laughs> it's going that route. I mean, it's flirting with it, yeah. In the in in the words of everyone at Bethesda, stop buying it then. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. We can't, John, because they haven't released Starfield yet. That's also true. Yeah. Actually, I can because I still never bought Skyrim. I wish I could relate to that sometimes. I only bought it three times. I might be at like, I think six. Oh, my God. I know. I'm not proud of it. You no longer get to make fun of me for buying a bunch of games or the same game multiple (laughs) times. <laughs> when have I made fun of you? Borderlands 2. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> it looks like we got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. Could be revealed before E3. Possibly on May the 4th. That would make the most sense. I, th- I think this one was from Jeff Grubb. Because uh, yeah, Jeff Grubb is apparently bringing back a show like uh, like Grub Mess, I think is what it's called. Oh, really? Yeah. He's bringing back his show sometime soon. And uh, a couple things that he said was that was a possibility. He said that we should, ex- you know, there sh- should be like a spring show for like Kingdom Hearts anniversary, Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, but yeah, this was one of the ones that he threw out there. Is that Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order 2, whatever? Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fall- yeah, Fallen Order 2. Um Revealed before E3. It'd make the most sense on May 4th. Especially with the state of E3. <laughs> Realizing I've not actually played Fallen Order. Yeah, me too. It's been one of those, one of those games that's been on my backlog. It's one of those games that I think... Before I got like my PS5, I was trying to make it a mission of mine to go through and beat all the PS4 games that I had. Like digitally or physically mm-hmm. that I just haven't beat. And that's what finally pushed me to beat the Avengers. 
uh, and as well as a few other games. And that is now the only PS4 game that I have that I have not beat yet. Well, I would offer it up to you, John, but I only have it on for Xbox One, and I don't think you have one of those or want to dig it out. It's uh, it's unplugged on my under my TV. Yeah. Well, he can always get I, it on. I think Game Pass isn't on Game Pass via EA Play. It might. Oh God! <laughs> we literally just had a discussion yeah. about how bad that is. Yep. Yeah, that's it, annoying. Any, the EA Play stuff on Game Pass is a nightmare. At least if you're on PC, it's no yeah, big deal yeah, on yeah, console. On, yeah, on PC specifically. Yes. It it's a process. Yeah, I we found that out the hard way with uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition because that's the first EA Play game that I've tried to download on Game Pass. I haven't bothered to hit up anything else yet, and it was a fucking nightmare. But on console, all you have to do is click the button, and it starts downloading. I'm like, oh, this yep. is fucking wonderful. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> this EA Play yeah. bullshit. Yeah, on PC, though, we get another launcher. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sony, where you at? <laughs> Just another one to add to the group. And then... Uh, Last thing I got here, Mario Kart 9 in active development and comes with a new twist and could see it later this year, maybe. Did you see that post I retweeted today? No, because you never use Twitter, so I'm kind of shocked you retweeted something. Well, because it was the rare chance where my Twitter posted something sort of funny to me, and it was uh, someone making a picture of Mario Kart 9, and it had like um, Squidward in a hamburger bun um, <laughs> Nigel Thornberry, like different racers from like the Nickelodeon games. That's sure funny. Weren't just looking at Nicktoons racing. Yeah, because it's someone that somebody cropped together. They may have used that, but John, when are you gonna get your Twitter? What? When are you gonna get your Twitter? When you make it. Nobody use Twitter. You make it. <laughs> You're still Twitterless, John. In our bio. Oh. <laughs> I tried to make one. He did. <laughs> I like how he said he it's tried. Starting an account on that email. I don't know. I couldn't recover it. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll make you one, John. Uh, you make it and you you use it. You run it. Don't I already run enough. <laughs> I already run enough. I run like four accounts. You're the one bitching about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, what do you guys think the new twist could be? Is it just going to be the same? You guys thinking the same thing that literally everyone else is thinking? Is that it's just going to be like a crossover game? Double Dash. Oh, God. I would love that. I really would. Double Dash was great. But with it being a new twist, the only thing I can think of is like it's just going to be a crossover game since Smash is I dead. Mean, new twist. <laughs> This guy might be onto something. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not over there. <laughs> wow. Don't be like that, dude. No, I just I, I think it's just gonna be like a crossover. I mean, game. probably. A lot of people were really on board with the link stuff. I think Legend of Zelda No, didn't they have they had I think Splatoon crossover as well. Yeah, they had a Splatoon driver. Uh so I, a lot of people were cool or happy about that. So I could see the same thing happening where it's just like literally like one character, like a franchise, like not like fucking Fire Emblem where there's nine different characters. But like, you know, throw you know, throw Fox in there, throw Captain Falcon in there, you know, you know, whatever else. Kirby, throw Kirby in there. You know. I feel like that's probably what they'll do. I mean, it makes sense to to take your one of your most popular games that you can that they have and just include the things that 
include the crossover element from, like you mentioned, Smash, mm-hmm. which is one of the driving selling points of the game. Yep. Well, they just renamed it as Super Kart Racing. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. With all the rainbow roads. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I would hope they just uh, do like um, kind of a repeat of eight where it's just like it has like a fucking just an unbelievable like plethora of maps. Like give us all the rainbow roads again. That'd be dope. Because that's how eight is. Eight has like every yeah. rainbow road. That's awesome. Eight has just about every map from yeah. pretty much every generation. I'm about that. I'm about that. Which speaking of, I saw an original Super Mario Kart. Really? 30 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Good price. Good price. Uh, all right, what do we got for the news this week? The quick news. So for news, we're going to start off with some Japan Switch sales. Okay. So Switch has sold 5.3 million, five times all other consoles combined in Japan. Okay. PS5 has sold 10 times more than Xbox Series X in Japan. Not surprising. PS4 sold 8,000 more than Xbox Series X. Slap in the face. And 3DS sold almost 30,000 units. Why? <laughs> it's a 3DS, man. It's the East. They are mobile centric. I know. Handhelds, phone games. There's a reason why Gotcha Games is a nightmare. That or is a true. Blessing. Or a blessing, he says. <laughs> I've only really gotten into one Gotcha game, so. Uh, I've gotten into a couple, but that's it. We'll see how Talk Up goes. Yeah, I, I am excited for Talk Up. Do what? I haven't gotten into any Gotcha games. Not yet. We'll get you into Talk Up where you can get your own waifu. Get your music-centric waifu yes. of classical artists. They're yes. based off of classical artist pieces. Yep. What are you on about? <laughs> Talk up Destiny, man. It was, it's an anime. I, it, all you did was re-say re- the name there. <laughs> it's an anime that just finished up with this uh, fall season. It, was, it went on a 12-episode run. It's uh, supposed. To, it's getting a mobile game soon. The, the anime isn't. It doesn't have any source material. The source material is like, hey, we have an idea. Let's turn it into an anime and a mobile game. That is literally the yeah, source material. That's what it was. Uh, so the mobile game is supposed to be coming out sometime in the sometime this year. Me and Zach are signed up for pre-register on Supposedly. what on what is it called? Tap Tap. Yeah. Yeah, we had to download a completely different app store to even uh, register for the game. It's not on like Google Play or anything. Yeah, more or less, it's just oh. a it's just a app store that allows you to access international and Western versions of phone games. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really tap tap was an app. You almost had my attention. <laughs> God damn it! All right, what else do we have? Yeah, he would have been down for that. <laughs> um, so, Age of Calamity has passed four million units sold. Ooh. And will Nintendo and Toei continue Nintendo IP Warriors games? Yes. Absolutely. It's 100%. a moneymaker. I mean, they're the reason why I had to wait fucking three years to get my Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires, fuckers. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I got Samurai Warriors 5, so I'm okay with that. But fuck you guys. Where was Empire <laughs> I, sooner? <laughs> hey, time to wait three more years. Yep. I mean, in three more years, it'll probably be something else. Some weird bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I, I still am very curious what the next one will be. You know, if they'll just keep doing another Zelda or another Fire Emblem one, or if they'll do someone else completely. I th- who, which one of you pitched the Mario one? One of you pitched that. That was a really, really interesting idea. That would had to have been him. Okay. I, was, I don't remember this, but it very much sounds like a thing I would do. Yeah. I think it was you pitched that one. Uh, that would be a cool one. Uh, I would also be cool with, like, a Star Fox one as well. So... <laughs> I thought, I thought Pikmin. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> how would that one work? John just asked about Star Fox, but how would Pikmin work? Star Fox would be an easy one because in Star Fox Adventures there was ground levels. Um, and assault. Yeah. Half the game was assault, half the game was vehicle. Pikmin, you literally get to just... I mean, you don't have to change the gameplay all that much. You just make it 3D over the shoulder, and you're still just slinging around the little sprout things at creatures and just taking over spots to plant new Pikmin. But who all would be playable characters? That's one of the draws to Warriors games is, like, all the playable characters. I mean, I, you have you have Olimar and you have Louie. That's it. I don't, I've never played a Pikmin game, so I don't know who the hell's in it. So. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> I tried the first one, and that was it. So you're, you're thinking too in the Pikmin games, Alex, you got to just start having guest characters in the Pikmin Warriors game. Right, I mean, Koei Tecmo did that. <laughs> All right, here comes Bowser, I guess. <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah, really. <laughs> Fuck it, right? But yes, 100%. They will continue to make Nintendo IP games. It's going uh, to be a big money maker for them. Almost definitely. Which I'm all for. Let's do it. Let's get it. I mean, considering Age of Calamity just sold $4 million, why not? Yeah, exactly. Which is actually, uh, we we uh, reported on this uh, originally, uh, Age of Calamity is the highest-selling Warriors game for Koei Tecmo, yeah. outselling their own actual games of Dynasty or Which Samurai. Which isn't really surprising to me, because those it, are very it, niche games. It is. It's not surprising, because one, it, you know, they're niche games, two, it's Zelda, and three, it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So, like, all three of those things, like, like just the fact that it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild alone is enough to get to sell units. How was the fairy tale one again? There's a fairy tale one? Yeah. I don't know. What There's a fairy tale and a Black Clover one. Well, the fairy tale game isn't like a Warriors game. I'm pretty sure they made John fairy tale it. ones. John played the fairy tale game. I always forget the game's a thing. I only know of one fairy tale game. Okay, maybe it wasn't a Warriors one. Okay. I thought it was. The Black Clover not. game is, uh, it's not like a Warriors game, but it is a interesting sort of approach for a game, to say the least. When yeah, I'm, Koei when Tecmo I, put it their hands on it, so. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Might as well be a Warriors game. <laughs> Might as well. That game died very quickly. Yes, it did. <clears throat> and Ghost of Tsushima passed 8 million units sold. Shout out to that. But then the Days Gone director was salty. He's, yeah. he's, he's doing anything he can to stay relevant. Yeah, speaking of that, Days Gone director's comments on this. At the time, I felt Sony Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and sold 8 million copies. It's since gone on to sell more and then a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment. I mean, I can get him being salty. I'm not shitting on him, you know, because, I mean, the game did sell. Yeah. It, it, did, it, it, it sold, but it just, like, wasn't received super well because from what I was told from everyone that I know that played it is that it literally took, like, 20 hours for the game to get good. After the 20-hour mark, you would actually start to have fun, which that's obviously a problem. People are gonna that get is turned, a bit of a problem. That people are going to get turned off very quickly. But I don't know. I you know I can understand him being salty, but like I feel like any chance this guy gets uh, to throw something out there about how their game wasn't didn't do well and is not getting a sequel, he's throwing something out there because like you know the the like the news article about Ghost of Shima selling eight million like that's what he quote tweeted. He quote tweeted that yeah. he, he didn't even bother to say congrats sucker punch you know and then follow up with his bitching. He just immediately went into the bitching. Uh, which again, I can get it. Uh, I can get it. I mean, you know, you had a game that sold well, and the stu- you know Sony Flout said, "No, you're not getting a sequel. Piss off." But I don't know. Well, one got well received, the other one did not. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. Like like I said, everyone that I know that played it, it said it took like 20 hours for the game to get decent. I played about 20 minutes of Ghost of Shima, and I was good. Oh, that's sad. That game's great. I mean, yeah. I was good to continue playing, is what I'm saying. I was. Hooked. Oh, my bad. My bad. 
I have I have considered trying Days Gone because it's on the PS Plus collection, yeah. so I can download it for free. Uh, I just ha- still haven't got around to it because again, all the reception I've got out of it, it kind of steers me away from the game. But yeah. yeah. But you know what but, game we can steer with? Sorry, John, you got something? I was just gonna say, I like Alex. I can kind of understand where this guy's coming from a bit because yep. how often do you see a game sell eight over eight million units and just disappear? Basically, that was weird. You and I took a drink at the same time. It was weird. Uh, but, um, no, you, I agree with you. And also, if the show ends, if the show cuts out, I do apologize. <laughs> it could be it could be possible. Oh, man. But, no, John, what John is saying is right. I mean, how often do you see a game do this well where it's like 8 million plus sold and it's not going to get a sequel? I mean, it's rough, but it is what it is. I'm willing to bet money we're going to get interrupted mid-cast. We'll see. Let's run through this. If we can get through <laughs> quick news, we can come back. <laughs> yeah. But one game that hasn't gone to obscurity, Death Stranding dis- Director's Cut coming to PC in spring. Still no interest in this game. I mean, suppose so still just pushing this, huh? Yep. I mean, it's Kojima. He can push it as much as he wants. And that is true. He, is, he I did see he's starting to work on his next project right now, though. Yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, you sweeten about that. Oh well, Death Stranding Director's Cut still out there. We'll see it for like another like three years. Right. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction is apparently going to launch on Game Pass day one, per usual Xbox stuff. Ubisoft doing well together. Be interested seeing that. Yeah, I'll probably check it out since it's day one. That's how a lot of people are saying now. It's like, oh, since it's going to be on Game Pass day one, I guess I'll actually play it. I guess I'll actually try it. I still think it's going to burn out and die in a year. I also saw when it, you know in t- to double up on what you just said about Xbox and Ubisoft working together is that Ubisoft Plus, their membership is coming to Xbox, not Game Pass. A lot of people had to clarify, including Ubisoft PR and okay. Xbox PR had to clarify, it's not like EA Play and it's not being included to Game Pass. It's just coming to Xbox where it's not just PC only. Yeah. So that's something that's coming. Okay. That'd be nice for people. Didn't even know they had a subscription. I didn't either. I didn't either until I saw the news. I did. It's not. It, I mean, it's okay. Because like when I first saw the news... I can get why Xbox and Ubisoft PR had to double up and saying it's not coming with Game Pass. Because when I saw it, I thought it was coming with Game Pass. I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, we can get Ubisoft Plus and EA Play with Game Pass now. That's dope. And then I saw the other comments where it's like they replied. It's like, by the way, this is a standalone thing. It's not coming to Game Pass. I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> I mean, if you're really into EA games, it's not a bad pass at all to have. I mean, the only reason I got it was to get... Um, digital versions of Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2 when I did my last playthrough of those before uh, Andromeda. Mm, okay, okay. But yeah, Rainbow Six Extraction, though, coming to Game Pass Day 1, that is interesting. And it's still going to, you know, Zach's still doubling down and it's going to be dead within a year. I mean, that's just consequence for burnout unless they bring new content very quickly. Fair enough, fair enough. Because that's my biggest thing with it is it, could, it might survive if they bring in new interesting content like they've done with Siege, but... If it stays fairly the same and just has like a holiday theme, yeah. Right. Okay. And here's something fun that people are always on the fence about nowadays. So GameStop reportedly considering getting into NFTs, allowing customers to buy NFTs from GameStop directly. Other people who have already messed with NFTs, Square Enix embraces NFTs. Konami releases NFTs for Castlevania 35th and NFTs in gaming Thoughts in just general of buying these fictional digital pictures that have some sort of cost? 
I'm personally like from like I want to first I want to stress before we really jump into this is like none of none of us three are like hard educated on you know NFTs. We have like basic understandings, but it's like you know tied to cryptocurrency. It's just like a digital photo that you can purchase. It's like you know each one that you buy is technically like a one of a kind because they'll be like numbered or whatever it's gonna yeah. be. But I don't know. I just I don't see why this needs to be in gaming i i just don't um you know and i i just i personally don't see any appeal to nft that's me personally because if it is you know just as plain as simple as you know it's just photos that you purchase i mean cool i can open up every once in a while and look at it but you know what is the collective value of it i guess i, mean, I guess you can resell it sure but i guess my big thing with nfts at least going into gaming is um ideally having a credit or identification code for like special limited time items or maybe even games themselves, I guess, mm-hmm. for having a more uh, consistent um, ownership. Because like with a lot of digital stuff, with not it's associated solely with that account. But I guess if you had that NFT, it would allow you to move more freely move it without having to have a specific account possibly. Fair point. That's sort of my thoughts on it. Again, this is with having very little knowledge on what actual NFTs are and everything. So anything I could have just said may not be possible with NFT. <laughs> we are definitely not the experts on this topic, but it's still something to at least talk about. Um, it, it will be interesting to see if GameStop does move forward that. Because right now, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that this report is probably true. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised Because by let's be real, GameStop's going to do whatever they can to stay alive. You know, they have been on the... They have been on the end of their life for a couple of years now. Yeah. Uh, granted, there was a recent surge in stock last year uh, because of that meme, but they are they are still towards the end of their life. That we are seeing a lot less brick and mortar locations, uh, and even with the brick and mortar locations, they've transitioned the stores more into like this collectibles. Yeah, collectible environment for people to come into and try to drive more money in that capacity. So it wouldn't shock me to have them at bring in NFTs, and I'm going to go ahead and say they probably will because they're doing whatever they can to, you know, keep their company going and, you know, try to generate revenue in any way possible. You got any thoughts, John? I, like we've stated, not well educated on NFTs, but I don't really see their place in gaming, really. It almost just seems like like half the world's been gotten obsessed with NFTs and now game developers are looking looking for a way to get in on it. Yeah. In a sense cuz <clears throat> I could be wrong but I I it, I think it was uh the Square Enix uh somebody from Square Enix was saying it was, when they announced they were embracing NFTs they were the they had said something along the lines of we know that people or that most people play games to have fun and don't really care for the NFTs, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. Because double up on that, uh, I don't know the name of the the um, the publisher, but the the publisher that does, I think it's I think it's Stalker Two. Okay. Uh, they were actually wanting to bring NFTs into like Stalker Two sometime last year, but there was a lot of backlash about it, so they pulled out, and they're not doing it because let's be real. That's a little bit more of a niche game. They need that game to succeed, right? 
You know, that game is yeah. not on the same level as what something what Square could potentially put out. So in Square's case, they're like, what are you going to do? Just, you know, not play, like, the next Final Fantasy? Okay. Play the biggest MMO right now? Yeah, it's like, are you just not going to do that, I guess? I okay. Mean, a lot of people aren't since I... <laughs> yeah, true. So, but, like, in, in, like, this publisher's case, for Stalker 2, they kind of just, like, they have to listen to the feedback. It's like, if we go ahead and do this and everyone hates it, they're not going to buy the game and we're kind of fucked. But meanwhile, Square's just like, we don't care if you don't like it. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> what are you going to do? Not play our stuff? Okay. Yeah, Square can do that. So, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a shitty thing, in my opinion. I'm not a huge fan of it. You know, but again, I'm my, my knowledge on it's very limited. My opinion could change in the future. But as of right now, from what I know, I think it's just shitty and I'm not a fan. Yeah, that, that's kind of what it boils down to with me in a sense is reading some of these articles where it is like, the people in charge at the at the company basically just saying we're doing this regardless of what the players actually or like the people that buy our games actually want. It's it's like that that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, where it's like they're not they're not doing it for anything other than their potential profit. Bingo, I, I agree that that's where it, it rubs me the wrong way is also. I mean, I'm on the fence about it from everything I'm getting from it. It's, Currently in gaming, I don't really see it harming or being a positive for gamers themselves. I mean, if you don't want to mess with NFT, you don't have to buy it as far as I'm aware. And it just seems like an added nothing. Yeah. It's like the only... It doesn't add anything, at least to the average person. It's not going to add anything. So it's almost like, why why have it? Yeah. In, in my opinion. But unlike NFT, something that I'm excited for is Twisted Metal confirmed to be in development by Sony. Officially announced. We've heard, we've seen rumors about this for a while. Yeah, for a couple weeks now. Uh, I'm super happy about a new Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal is a fun game series. Finally deciding to put, uh, pump that one back out. Yep. Bunch of characters driving really weird vehicles. Demolition yeah. Derby, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's been in the rumor mill for a little while now. I remember it was about a couple months ago we first started to really get the rumors about this and, like, the next Sly Cooper. And I think a couple other things they were saying is going to be in development at Sony right now. Uh, but Twisted Metal was one of the bigger ones because, if I remember correctly, they're also potentially doing, like, a TV show, yeah. I think, for Twisted Metal. So, I mean, yeah, if, I mean, it finally got announced. I think this is a, what what's the con call? Like, the CES, I think is what it's called. It's just, like, a, it's just a, a huge, like uh, – uh, electronic convention because this is actually where uh, Microsoft revealed the uh, Xbox, the original Xbox. Okay, was at CES a long time ago with the Rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the Real Rock thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Other things that was announced. Obviously, did you guys see the uh, 3090 Ti? Nope. Yeah, Nvidia 3090 Ti was announced with those specs as well as I think the 3050. John, you pay attention to that stuff a little bit more than me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it the 3050 that got revealed? Or do you not see it? Not a clue. Okay. I think it was the 3050. They also revealed that. I think the starting price for it's like 250 for a 3050. Well, you know, obviously that's not going to be the price with how scalping goes. But the shelf price is set to be at 250 for a 3050. What shelves? Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, the, the 3090 Ti, though, apparently just overall performance is like 10% better than the 3090. So I was like, okay, I mean, that's cool. Nice. Uh, I don't need it. <laughs> That's cool. Right. That's cool with people that it's do. A, yeah, it's not about if you need it. It's about the fact that there's 10% more to be pumped out. Exactly. <laughs> Push it to the limits. Well, something that we 
need to push the limits, considering where everything's going. The PSVR 2 officially revealed to have 4K capabilities, OLED screens, HDR, eye tracking, uh, TID degree point of view. The 110. Oh, I can't read, apparently. Is that 110? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. 110. That's 110. I was going to let it slide. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, vibration and headset, which is going to feel really weird. That's that's the, that's an odd one for me. Uh, Fovated rendering. I can't say shit either. Uh, 3D audio. New Sense controllers and Horizon VR called the mountains f- mountain from Gorilla Fire Spite. Yeah, for the... Uh, for the degree thing, I was totally on that slide because of how much I mispronounce stuff over at Anime and Plus. And like most of the time, Zach doesn't call me out on it. Sometimes he does. So I was gonna let that slide as a thank you. Well, <laughs> the only reason I was calling him out is because the 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 hundred and ten degree FOV is is nice because it it basically just makes it it it's just making it that little bit or gives you that little bit more, so it doesn't feel like you're kind of in a box yeah it feels a lot more natural and things like that yeah um the vibration is kind of that's the vibration is going to be something got to get used to yeah like the i I don't think it's going to be like fucking shake your fucking head off but it's one of those it's one of those things where it's just like you know if it's raining you can actually like really almost feel like you're in the environment because you can like feel the rain sort of thing that's the way they kind of explained it i mean It'll definitely... I don't think it's a bad thing. Not not at all. It's just going to be an adjusting thing for anybody. For everybody. True. Imagining you're in some, like, VR war game and bombs going off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine it's Earthbound and you're fighting inside what shouldn't be fought inside. Imagine playing, like, Half-Life Alex with that. Or even, like, let's say that Iron Man VR game. Like, imagine how that vibration's going to feel. Do you boy? Did this give you guys any interest in VR? I I I, I know as of now, none of us really fuck with VR. But like, where are you where are you guys at in your general interest on it as the the tech continues to evolve? I mean, with the Quest Two coming out and everything I've been hearing about that, and now this PSVR Two. I mean, if I see one in the wild and I have extra cash in hand, I'd probably pick it up. Okay. If- I mean, actual, actual cash, not like a card. Because, I mean, I can always get out a gold card, but... Yeah, Fuck no, off. As far as, as, far as <laughs> VR goes, uh, uh, my brother actually has, like... He has, like, one of the Vive headsets that uh, that he was basically given. And I've I've played with that a little bit. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It takes a little getting used to. But even in, like, a... It's weird how fast you forget that you're just in a room and that you're not, even if it's not like some crazy detailed like game or something you're playing, it's weird how fast you get brought into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, speaking of which, someone that I know who has a quest to, <laughs> for whatever reason, got uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's series games Fuck on quest that. 2. Fuck that. And we're starting to play that and I was just like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> Fuck that. They're like, yeah, sometimes I wake up the house cuz I just start screaming. <laughs> John, you want to play that together? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can you can play it, and I'll listen to you from the other room. Oh come on! 
It's just Resident Evil Village. <laughs> oh, God. Jimmy, why are you screaming? <laughs> uh, when it comes to the Horizon game, obviously, I, I'm me being a big Horizon fan, that automatically, like, gains my attention where it's just like, okay, do I do I kind of want to maybe look into getting this this year when it comes out? Uh, they're describing this game as, like, a triple-A uh, VR game, which we've talked about before, the three of us, and I, you know, we we've talked about that before. But like, I can't help but to feel, and it's even from the little teaser that we got for this game, is that I feel like it's going to be like an on the rails sort of game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I I feel like that's what it's going to end up being. I mean, it's hard to really call something a triple A VR game at this time because, I mean, there is a catalog of VR games, but I don't feel like it's expanded enough to really consider anything triple a at this time well uh they're the psvr's big competitor has also got its tech coming out th- this year the nerve gear is coming out with its launch title of sword r line so that's going to be a triple a game that they're going to have to compete with so we'll see how that goes surely there's going to be no problems with that at all not a damn bit no it's going to it's going to go flawlessly i'm i'm looking to get a nerve gear it was sword r line sounds fun Sure, go for it, Alex. What? It's gonna, I'm, all right, no one's questioning you, man. We're just saying, you want to do it? Go for it. You guys don't want to get a Nerf gear with me? Not a Nerf gear. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, one of those future movies or shows that we have now reached the year that it takes place in. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was making the the, the joke is because that's when the that's when the show takes place is in twenty twenty two. Oh, does it? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep, that's when the, that's when it takes place. We've you know just yeah you know, we've once again reached the year of a of a show that's or a movie that takes place in the future. It's that time again. Just like I think, um, isn't it uh, Akira takes place in two thousand nineteen? I could be wrong on that. I don't remember. I want to say it's twenty nineteen. I've watched Akira like once. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen it like once or twice. I haven't seen it. It's fair. Uh, but no, PSVR uh, 2. I mean, looks cool, but we'll see how it goes. That's the bottom line. Yeah, it'll be definitely interesting to see what people's reactions are once it actually gets released out there. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess we can hop over to the last couple things here. Uh, so the first one, uh, I'm sure everyone has seen by now the news that E3 is going to be digital only, uh, digital only event, just like it was last year, and then the year before it was flat out canceled. Uh, is E3 dead, boys? Yes. Is, is, this, is this the final nail in the yes. coffin? Might as well be. I mean, E3's had it rough. It had its time in the spotlight, but with just everyone doing their own thing nowadays, E3 would probably be better off going back to what it was originally was and just corporate meetings and whatnot rather than a spectacle, an audience, in my yeah, personal I, opinion. Yeah, when they do do the big presentations and that, I mean, a lot of times they're like a lot of time gets taken up by them trying to put on a show. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't I don't need that. Let's just go digital with it. Hell, do a pre-recorded show like a Nintendo Direct or something. Or Devolver Digital. It's like, put it on there, show me the information, and let it run. I will say it is depressing if this is the uh, the end of E3. I, I will say that. Because I personally enjoyed the shows. which And it's also a depressing thing about because the last in-person event they had, 2019, 2019 was a banger. 2019 was a That was one of their year. best shows. But, I mean, it's had rough years. I mean, they... I think they better off doing digital because they have a much better chance of pulling it off. Mm-hmm. 
and stuff like that. But I mean, it's also that price point of what like Epic Games. We half of their show was just them trying to promote the movie of Borderlands. Yeah, that 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 sucked. That was uh, that was uh, that was boring. And then Devolver Digital does Devolver Digital stuff, and I had no idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, even them going to a digital event, I'll be very curious to see how many companies actually decide to show up. I imagine Nintendo will. Nintendo usually plays pretty nice with E3, and I feel like Xbox would too. But there's no way Sony will be there. Yeah, I figure some of the bigger ones will be there, and probably one of the more standard uh, secondary studios. But yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a shame. It is it is a shame. E three was always such a a magical time of year. Yeah, and it was a magical time of year. It was always a fun event to watch. It was like a three to four day event. It was super cool to check out all the different presentations throughout the day. But yeah, I I feel like this could be the the final nail in the coffin. And from some other people around the industry, like insiders and stuff, I know Jason Schreier doubled down on this as well. Is that yeah? Well, from what they're hearing, E three is pretty much really on its last limbs. Like this is this is pretty much it. So I'll, I will be curious to see how many studios actually decide to show up to E3. I also thought it was kind of cheeky that that day after these this news was breaking, Jeff Keighley put out a, a simple photo saying, Summer Game Fest will return. <laughs> I'm just like, this, this cheeky motherfucker. I mean, it's things like that because, I mean, with networking and just all the platforms that I'll, uh, it's very easy for people like Jeff Keighley to set up their own thing and to show off things like that where mm-hmm. – other groups don't have to put as much effort into it mm-hmm. and just leave it up to Jeff Keeley, whoever's running that, and do their thing. Or if they really want to have a special moment, people can do their own thing. Sony has their random time uh, stints where they just do a live show. Nintendo does its thing. So, I mean, it's very easily for all the developers just do their own thing nowadays. It is. Well, it also kind of says something when E3 for like last year and then it was. I mean, canceled uh, the year before, but it says something when something like a Summer Games Fest or any of these shows hosted by Jeff Keighley are just mad, like they're the better shows to watch in general. He tends to get the, the, or he, at least for the past year or two, he's getting the big announcements. Mm-hmm. Let's not he's, forget, he got the fucking Series X reveal. Yeah, he he gets the big reveals. He gets the big ones first, and then by the time it gets to the show, it's like the their big, like usually the big keynote of the the main like uh, Microsoft show or Sony show. We've already got it. Yeah, it's like we've already seen it. It's the, it's an extent. It's a slightly extended trailer and maybe a little more discussion about something we saw like a couple days before. And then maybe we get a bit more hardware specs and software. Yeah. Like uh, last year's Summer Game Fest, we had a, a pretty decent slew of announcements. And then, of course, he even got the uh, the Elden Ring uh, trailer with with an actual release date, which while none of us really give a shit about that, obviously a large amount of people around the world do. So that was a pretty big deal. You know, the year before, I got a lot of Dragon Age 4 stuff, got the Mass Effect reveal. You get all the Bioware crap and all yeah, the game it, series that have been dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I think that the year before that is when he actually got the Series X reveal. Yeah. He actually got a console reveal at his Game Awards show. So, I mean, Jeff has those connections, bro. <laughs> Remember when they revealed a car at E3? Uh, no. When was that? I'm pretty sure that was either 2018 or 2019 with uh, one of the Gran Turismo's. <laughs> they, showed, they also revealed a new vehicle for the first time to the world. <laughs> I, I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. I'm going to have to look up at that. 
But no, what John, what you're saying is 100 percent right. I mean, with his shows, man, he just he gets the a lot of a lot of the main stuff that we want to see. Mm-hmm. I, I would say really the only things that he doesn't get is Sony and Nintendo stuff because they do their own things. Like yeah. Nintendo has their direct, which they've pretty much been doing it consistently with E3, and I'd probably expect them to do so. PlayStation's just doing their own thing completely. But like a lot of like third party publishers, Xbox stuff, I mean he's he's got a lot of announcements and you in that and Summer Game Fest takes place before E three anyway. Yeah. So it kinda hits everything that we need to hit and it comes E three and I mean like I'm trying to remember like what was any like big announcements at E3 last year, I mean, the biggest one for me personally, because I was really excited for it and I enjoyed the game, was Guardians of the Galaxy. But, I mean, we got the the Avatar game, big question marks on that one. Yeah. I think, um, didn't we, wasn't it at E3 when we got, like, the Indiana Jones reveal that's coming from Bethesda? I think that was there. Uh, there was I a, forgot about that. Yeah, I think I, that's been radio silent. I forgot. Yeah. I keep forgetting that's a thing. What's well, like, at E3, it's, it tends to be a lot of, like, they're more... I mean, they they keep some announcements for there, but the big thing from like the like a Microsoft or something like that is they tend to they tend to show off more of their small development team shows like games mm-hmm. during their conferences. Is what it's kind of become, right? Where theirs is more for showing off. Hey, this is everything we have, but a lot of our a lot of our big stuff or it's like we'll we'll give away some of the big announcements and then keep some stuff for ourselves. True, 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 true. It'll be interesting to see if this is the actual end of E3, if this is the last E3 that we'll have, um, or if we'll see if it, if it bounces back in 2023 or not. Yeah, I can see us still having a, another year or two after this year of digital shows, maybe one more uh, physical show. But, yeah, if, at least everything after the last couple of years, it's deadly on its death throes. What I mean, what what's going to be the thing to watch over these next few months is to see again who will be there, and then we will know if it's actually dead. Like if Xbox pulls out of it, it's dead. Oh yeah, it's supposed to definitely dead. Like at that e- point. even if Nintendo agrees to still do it, like at, you know that one of the three main uh, publishers, e- even if that is the case, if Xbox pulls out, fucking E three's dead. I mean, done. at that point, E three would just be in Nintendo Direct. Nintendo, and then whatever third parties want to be there, you know, maybe like Square or Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if Xbox pulls out, it's dead flat out because <laughs> Xbox takes up such a large chunk of the show. Because last year was like what an hour and a half. Oh yeah, no, they had a very large time slot. Normally, it's like an hour to an hour and a half for their time slot. So if they pull out, E <laughs> three is donezo, bro. I mean, and a lot of other third parties would go with them because they're under Xbox now. Because like, usually Bethesda has a spot, so yeah, Bethesda. Xbox pulled out. So would Bethesda. So yeah, Bethesda would go with it. So it'll be interesting to see who will be confirmed for uh, E3 and who's going to be confirmed for Summer Game Fest. The only yeah. one that I know won't be at either one is going to be PlayStation. Ooh. They're going to do their own thing. They're completely happy doing their own thing. So, uh, any last thoughts on the E3 stuff, boys? Not really. Going to be an interesting summertime to see how it goes. Rest in peace to E3. Uh, Last thing here for the show. Uh, So I wanted to throw this out there because a a few weeks ago, a month ago, whenever it was, we actually, the three of us, reacted to like the IGN best game ever bracket that was like fan voted where God of War came out on top, whatever, and that bracket was fucking whack with how they had the uh, entire layout. Well, now IGN put out their Top 100 games of all time. Last time they did this was 2019. So this is an update. Got some new games in there, potentially. Uh, I'll run through some of the list. Borderlands 2 literally kicks off the list at 100. 
I feel I'm not a Borderlands fan. You guys are. I feel like that's a little bit of a slap in the face. Well, the funny thing is I looked at their previous list, and it's gone down in the rankings. Which, again, is a slap in the face. Mm -hmm. Since their last list that they did. Uh, At 99, we have Divinity Original Sin 2, which I know John's a massive fan of there. That's a... Personally, I, I think that game should be higher. I'm not going to run through this whole list. I'm just going to kind of shout out some uh, some you know notable games here, like Final Fantasy VII at 98. Uh, let's see. Uh, Burnout 3 Takedown made the list. I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm not a Burnout guy. That's but. A, I mean, that's probably one of the best Burnout games that was out there. Uh, I mean, you could debate Paradise because I know a lot of people like Paradise, but for top 100 games forever? Yeah, it's kind of interesting to me. It is. Uh, Fallout 2 at 94. League of Legends at 93. All right. Got a Mega Man at 92. Animal Crossing, Nat New Horizons. Naturally, that makes the list at 91. Uh, SimCity 2000. Like John said before the show, SimCity 2000 coming in hot at 89. <laughs> uh, whatever Inside is, what is Inside? Inside was a 2D platformer puzzle game that came out... What was it? I think 2017, 2018, which you're just some faceless kid who's going through this. uh, I forget what it is, but more or less you go through levels and everything, and it's just a really weird game. It was very well received, though. Okay. Uh, I will say I am glad to see Titanfall 2 made the list at 87 just because Titanfall 2 in my opinion was so horribly buried by everything else that came out around it at the same time like the other like whatever Call of Duty came out at the time what you know I think I think there was a battlefield that came out at the time like it just got so buried behind every other FPS even though Titanfall 2 is really really fun uh let's see keep going hey Persona 5 Royal at 81 so at least that made the top 100 shout out to that uh, Fortnite at 79, unfortunately. Hey, Fable 2 at 78, though. Shout out to that. Fable Fable 2 is a great fucking game. Love that. Uh, Smash Ultimate it made the list, naturally, at 76. Dota 2 70, at 73. Mario Kart, uh, a deluxe at 72. Uh, OG Donkey Kong, 71. Okay. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory makes it. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, naturally, San Andreas makes it. Uh, hey, Control made the list. I mean, Control is a very well-received game. I mean, the big thing with this list is I personally don't think it's a awful list uh, or even a terrible list, honestly. I think it's a pretty actually all-right list. Um, it's just, to me, it feels like a lot of these games are mostly focused on either nostalgia. They had some big splash in the industry at one point in time, which is fair for some of the games for best of all time. They should have some sort of historical feature. But I feel like a lot of these games at least are just newer and very popular games versus like Mega Man. Mega Man I see on there because that is a game that started an entire franchise and really changed up platformers and things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't don't think I would call this a greatest games of all times list. Kind of like what you were saying. This is more of a hundred most popular games of all time, is what it's looking like. Yeah, and then and which it's IGN's list, so it's their choice. It's not like a fan vote or anything. So this is IGN's list, and props to IGN. We're we're mediocre about y'all's list. That is <laughs> that's true. I feel like our top. I feel like our fifty video games you absolutely need to play is better than this list. 
That's debatable. Come on, give us some props. Yeah, that, that was a good list. That's our list, but there's some that were debatable, which we debated about for a long time. <laughs> that was a good list. I mean, Cyberpunk made the list. That's Steam's most played game of 2021. Come on, man. Bye, everybody. Oh, come on. I'll point one thing out real quick because I noticed this. Because on their 2019 list, Tetris was in the top 10. What? I mean, it's Tetris. Tetris, te- Tetris in their updated list is number 28. It, Tetris got it, smashed. It, it dropped a few few paces. There. They couldn't even like, give it a leeway with Tetris 99 that came out. That's true. And apparently <laughs> they didn't agree with their fan vote because God of War has, I don't know if this it is the it is the newer God of War it on there. New one. It, it, it's at twenty five on the new list. On the new list. Okay. So they didn't necessarily agree with the uh, the fan vote there. Clearly, uh, I'm only at fifty one right now because it's Left for Dead two. So I was going to shout that out for you. Uh, Earthbound at fifty. Give you a little shout out there. Earthbound says it's community. Uh, WoW made the list, naturally. I mean, three Blizzard games made the list. I mean, yeah. they're all... F- StarCraft. Actually, four, because the Overwatch is on there. There was uh, WoW, StarCraft, right. Diablo, two is what I just saw, and then WoW. I mean, and to be fair, all of those very much had their strides and changed gaming at some point in time for one reason or another. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. So that's considered one of the best Fallout games. It's not you know, made by Bethesda, obviously. Made by Obsidian. But it is, it is definitely considered one of the best Fallout yeah. games by Fallout fans. Pokemon Yellow. Expect that to be on there. Metroid Prime. That's cool. Obviously fucking Skyrim. No surprise there. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, the original. Uh, let's see. Metal Gear Solid. Um, got Civ on here. Ocarina of Time, naturally. Minecraft, naturally. The uh, original Halo. Cool. Um, let's see what else we got. Yeah, Tetris at 28. I see that. Um, Half-Life Alex made the list. See the God of War now. Uh, the original Super Mario Bros. at 21. Uh, Bioshock at 18. Pretty good there. Also, did you see the news involving uh, the Bioshock's uh, creator's new game? No. Apparently, it is in full-blown development hell. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because like whenever he left uh, the studio for Bioshock, what what studio is that? I can't tell you all the time. Okay. Whenever he left that and made his own studio and brought in some developers for it and everything, uh, ba- basically from what I gathered from a lot of different reports, the Bioshock creator is just an absolutely terrible person to work for, and his management style has driven away a lot of developers. It's unfortunate. So his new game is in full-blown development hell, and it's a big TBD if we'll ever fucking see it, because he's apparently just a giant asshole and just really, really difficult to work for. So everyone has left this company. <laughs> so we'll see if his new game ever sees the light of day. Uh, Last of Us at 17, uh, Witcher at 16, Halo 2 at 15, cool. Castlevania at 14. Ooh, okay, interesting. Which uh, you shout that out. Uh, Hades at 13. GTA 5, naturally. Uh, yeah, there's the Disco Elysium. We were talking about that before the show, I think. It's a phenomenal narrative game. I'm okay with it to be on the list because that is a game that is solely narrative. Mm-hmm. And it's phenomenally done. Music, art. Red Dead Redemption 2 at 8. Mario 64 at 7. Mass Effect 2 at 6. Uh, Super Metroid at 5, uh, Link to the Past at 4, Super Mario World at 2, what was 3? Three? 3 was Portal 2. Wow, okay, that's not what I expected to be in the top 10. I know Portal 2 is received very well, as well as the original Portal. It was on the list as well. Both Portals made it, but I didn't know Portal uh, 2 would be in the top 5. And then number 1, Breath of the Wild. 
It's a, it's a good game. It is considered one of the best games to ever come out. So I don't think it's the best Zelda. I'm going to die on my hill about that. But <laughs> Well, that's based on you. Yeah, it is. It is. But I don't know. Uh, IGN, IGN puts out some very interesting lists. That's... That's the, that's the nice way to put it. I mean, IGN is their platform, and yeah. they put out their list, and that's theirs. And It's going to get the clicks. People are going to then say whether they agree or not with it. And, I mean, and I don't think you can put out a list and everyone be like, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Everyone's <laughs> got their favorite games and ranks things differently based on their experiences of whether they played it or not. I still think our 50 games are better than that list. I'm going I'm to die on that hill. Yeah. Come on, man. Give us some credit. That was a good well, list. Well, that's debatable because I would now put Disco Elysium in that list, and I completely glossed over it back when we were doing that list. Fair. Fair. You know, hey, we could do another 50. Fuck off. Could do another 50. You got episode 100 coming out. I'm skipping. Oh, come on, man. Don't be like that. John, I know you're ready for another 50, right? John? John? Don't, don't do this to me, John. Come on. I'm not here anymore. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Zach even put me by myself on the screen. I'm all alone. Bastards. No, we are definitely not doing that. Another 50. We are definitely not doing that. We're definitely not doing 100. Fuck that. Yeah, no. Fuck that. I would be open potentially doing another 50 for like episode 100, but Zach did pitch a really good idea before the show that we might do instead. I actually really like that idea. That's probably what we'll do. I mean, I'll be down for that one. Yeah, that one sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I would be totally down for that. But uh, no, IGN's list is uh, uh, interesting, to say the least. Very interesting. But In other news. Cat. Cat. That's just a black blob. Cat. It's Pixel. Shout out to Pixel. Guest starring on GameStack episode 71. Um, but, I mean, that was pretty much what we had for the show. Um, kind of wrapping things up now. Uh, boys, any last thoughts on anything that we talked about here today? The PSVR 2 stuff, NFTs, IGN list, E3, anything? I mean, my biggest thing is still I'm looking forward to where uh, VR is going because I'm very curious to see where VR goes and if it ends up becoming a standard console along with our regular consoles and PCs. I agree 100% uh, because, I mean, let's be real. As, as time continues to go forward and the tech can, continues to evolve, all three of us are going to get into VR. I mean, it's something that's coming. It's just a matter of when. And I don't know. This could be the year. This could be the year for me. Uh, I may finally, you know, maybe pick up the PSVR too because, again, I'm a, I'm a simp. You know, they, they put Horizon on there as one of the, the headliners. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to try to buy you now because uh, I would like to see what that game is about. Unless it's going to be, like, hard stuck on the rails, like I think it might be. Yeah. That would be my only potential turnoff. But at the same time, you know, I, I understand VR is not, you know, it's it's not like this humongous open world thing. We're not there yet. I get it. I get uh, it. I get, I get it. I get it completely. So th- this could be the year that I finally try some VR. And I will also say another thing that I saw with the PSVR 2 that I think is you know, I, I don't know. I don't remember how the PSVR is set up, but from what I understand, it is very, very different in terms of uh, connection. Because apparently with the PSVR 2, it's like literally like one cable now, when apparently the PSVR is just like multiple things that have to get plugged up in your PS4. Oh, God. So apparently they, they've streamlined that. Obviously, it's still not just a completely wireless experience to my understanding, but apparently it's only one cord that's going to run to your PS5 now. That'll be nice. So, you know, it, it, like I said, it continues to evolve. Uh, I think it is something that we're going to have to look into at some point, and I don't know. I might bite the bullet on that. I might, you know, although 
I oh, well, hold on. I say I might bite the bullet. I did see a report about the PSVR two that this thing could like at bare minimum be five hundred. This thing could be like six hundred, seven hundred plus dollars from what I saw. So if that's the case, I don't know about that one, bud. I may just do like the like the like the Oculus or something because that's that's cheaper than that. But uh, that's 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 pushing it. I don't know about that one. But I mean, I get it. I so, do. I, mean, I just, get it. But just sell your Series X. I'm good. I'm gonna hold on to it. I'll use it. I'll use it for new games eventually. I promise. Unlikely. <laughs> Shut up. I will. <laughs> It's just a matter of when. <laughs> Buy Sonic Colors on there. I don't know if I want to get Caesar Fest, but I do want Unleashed. Unleashed is a good game, but it's just always kind of a, a tough game, you know, to keep and stay stable. But apparently, it, apparently, it can be stable now thanks to the Series X backwards compatibility. All right. So that's why I do want that game. I <laughs> I was looking at uh, the uh, backwards compatibility list just to see like a, like because I was thinking about hitting up a game exchange soon, picking up some old games and shit. And there, I did specifically look for Sonic 06, and it's not on there. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> I was like, I want to play Sonic 06 again. We'll play that. We'll play that dumpster fire of a somewhat fun adventure again. For a game you really liked, I don't know why you didn't keep a copy. I don't know either. You know, and the better thing is, I don't know what happened to my copies. I mean, it's not like I fucking sold it. You can't get anything for it. So what happened? I, I had this game like three different times. Where did my copies go? It's the same thing as the mystery of my PSP. Where did my PSP go? No clue. They just disappear. I just blame Jack. Where did half of my Super Nintendo games go? Like, I had a full fucking collection. Like, a pretty solid collection, too. I have like three games now. Where'd the fuck they all go? I have no idea. They're just gone. It really makes this, me mad. This would be the moment of that would be great if I just reached over and I had <laughs> <laughs> that would be long gone. And you, you know what's funny about the PSP though? Like everyone that I know that had a PSP, all their PSPs disappeared. So I, I just I find it weird. You think there was just a Sony Ninja? I, I pitched that. There's a Sony Ninja and just after like a couple years, just was like Oh, I must collect PSPs. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Sony really wants to move past this thing, so they sent out ninjas to steal everyone's PSPs. Because like I was talking about this with a with a friend here recently, and you know when I was talking about like yeah, me and my me and my buddies, you know, we we're just like we all had like PSPs, but none of us knows what happened to it. And then she's just like, you know, where's my PSP? <laughs> and she started <laughs> looking for it, and she couldn't find it. She's like, damn, where'd my PSP go? And she's like. Big into handheld things. That's, yeah. a, that's she prefers 3ds. She she only plays Switch and handheld. Like that's how she prefers to play. So even she's just like, where the fuck did my PSP go? I love that thing. That's funny. <laughs> Everyone's PSP is missing. I, if you have a PSP, please comment down below. I need to make sure we I'm we might be scratching the surface of what happened. If you've now listened to this and realizing. I don't know what happened to my PSP. <laughs> Comment below and please join, tell me. And join the following. <laughs> please tell me because I feel like I'm not joking. Like it, between you two, her, and at least three other people that I personally know that had a PSP, everyone's PSP is gone. Like well, I never had a PSP. Oh, I thought well, you did. My no. my fault. My uh, fault. To be fair with me though, any handheld device that I have, just I. Eventually, it just goes away. I don't have your but 3ds, John. My my 3ds is gone. <laughs> Alex claims I used to have a switch, uh, like a the Wii U. That's like I don't think I did. You had a Wii U. <laughs> I, I, I I had two PSPs disappear. Didn't you have so, a PS Vita at one point? No, I wanted to get a Vita, but uh, never ended up pulling the trigger on that. Oh, okay. 
it's a shame about your 3ds being currently missing because that was the po- that was the Pokemon Y limited edition one. Yeah, that is rough. Yep. I promise I gave it back to you. I mean, I'll I, look around I the did, house, like but said, like I said, I'm pretty sure you gave it to me. I'm not disputing that. <laughs> I gave it to you before, like while you still lived here. I mean, it was like I think it might have been right before you moved out. Once it left your house. There's no telling. It was gone. <laughs> Just like your Wii U. Because, you know, when 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 I brought up your Wii U to you, because I wanted to use your Pro Controller, because I was about to do a playthrough of Twat Princess, I think is what it was. Um, you tried to find it, and then you had the realization, it's just like, I think I lost right. the Wii U in, in the move over here. No, the realization was I didn't have one. Shut up. Yes, you did. You had a Wii U. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> you just lost it at some point. Oh man, the the mystery of lost consoles, especially the PSP. This is an ongoing mystery that I feel like I need to solve. <laughs> anyway, uh, any other any other thoughts on anything, boys? You ready to get out of here? Because I'm hungry. I mean, I got nothing. What about you, John? I got nothing right now. All right, I'm gonna hit the music. Music's right. hit. In Last that case, thoughts. well, if you got through this show, though, it was what it was. Um, <laughs> we didn't like, lose power. Like, comment, subscribe, rate. Um, Praise us for not losing power during this crapshoot of weather we're having. True. Um, if you like what's going on, hit the subscribe. Everything helps. If you actually want to be notified whenever any of our videos go up, you can hit that bell. It'll let you know whenever any of us group decides to ramble on about whatever for an hour. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you True. can do that at youtube.com slash sparky3. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, if you made it through to this far... Uh, thanks for watching and if, hopefully you'll you'll come back and see whatever the hell we're going to talk about next week we'll see <laughs> we'll see it's always a gamble right now it is when there's not a whole lot of stuff at the beginning of the year yeah it's it's a gamble and it's just like you know are, are we doing anything different or are we doing the same stuff you know what we, we want to make something up what do we want to do uh, but if you did make it all the way to the end, you're an absolute legend. We appreciate you for that 100%. Do everything that Zach said and more. Uh, and then, you know, next week, we'll, like like the boys said, we'll see what we want to talk about. We'll see what's going to be coming out because I sure as shit don't know. I don't, I mean, well, we may get some stuff because all the, all the, the major studios, all the developers, they're going back to work as of like the, I think the third or the fourth, everyone's back, back to work. So we may start getting some stuff. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but all right. Until next time, guys, have a good one. See you. Bye.